Welcome to Restoration Podcast. Be blessed as you listen to this Sunday's message, The King's Table. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to the book of 1 Samuel. I'm sorry, 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1 to 13. And uh, I will be reading from the NIV. So if our technical can put the NIV version. Second Samuel chapter 9. And I'll be reading from verse 1 to 13. Praise the Lord. I read. David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David. And the king said to him, Are you Ziba? At your service, he replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness, show God's kindness? Ziba answered the king, There is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, He is at the house of Machai, son of Amiel in Loliba. So King David had him brought from Lodeba, from the house of Machai, son of Amiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied, don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to you, your grandfather, Saul, and you will eat, and you will always eat at my table. Verse 8, Mephibosheth bowed down and said, what is your servant that you should notice a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziba. Saw steward and said to him, I have given you, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. You and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops so that your master's grandson may be provided for. And Mephibosheth's grandson of your master will always eat at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Verse 11, then Ziba said to the king, your servant will do whatsoever my lord the king commands his servant to do. So Mephibosheth ate at, tables, at David's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all the members of Ziba's household were servants of Mephibosheth. Uh, verse 13 and the last verse, and Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. Let us pray. Eternal King of glory, we want to thank you this morning. You are our God of restoration. You remain the same yesterday, today, and forever. You said heaven and earth will pass away, but not a single jot of my word will go unfulfilled. So this morning, Lord, we pray that you breathe upon the message. 
Father, Lord, I hide myself behind the cross of Calvary. Jehovah, let me not be seen, but let Christ be seen through me. Father, Lord, the word that you have already placed in my heart. Ah, Father, I pray to this morning that your children will be blessed even by the word that will come in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Your word said that you will let her kill it, but the spirit gives life. Let the spirit that goes with your word, let yes. it give us life in the mighty name of Amen. Jesus. Father, again, I pray that breathe upon the message. Yes. Father, breathe upon the message. Amen. I empty myself of everything I've learned. I empty myself of everything I've studied. And I pray for a fresh unction from the Amen. heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your children tremendously. At the end of this service today, we will know that of a truth we hear from the throne of grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, our Lord, our Father, for we pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's be seated. We are here during the announcement that our pastors mentioned the season that we are in restoration. This is our season of divine acceleration. This is our season of divine acceleration. And for this topic this morning, I call it the king's table. If you want to give the title to, your mes to the message, like some of us that like to write our sermon to copy, just put the king's table and the Lord will bless as we study this morning. Like we read in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1 to 13, about the story of David and Mephibosheth. Before then, something happened. David did not just wake up and start thinking of, who am I going to bless? Something triggered the blessing. And I pray today in the mighty name of Jesus that every seed sown, presently and in the past, every good deeds that you have done, then remember, and it will trigger God's blessing upon you, upon your household, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will not forgive you. He will not forget you. He will not forget your labor of love. Towards him and towards his house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at the beginning of David and Jonathan's friendship. Something triggered the blessing. In the time past, we don't really have time to read the Bible. But Jonathan and David, they were very good friends. We all remember when... The evil spirit will come from the Lord upon Saul. And David will play, he will play the instrument. And Jonathan saw something in David that even Saul, the father, did not see. And that friendship started between these two men. They became very close. If you look at the word of God, even in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 18, for us that want to write it down, in 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 3 to 4, there was a covenant between David and his friend, Jonathan. The relationship between the two triggered David's sincere inquiry about his late friend, Jonathan, as we read in the previous uh, uh, chapter. In the chapter that we read initially in the book of 1 Samuel, we see uh, 2 Samuel 9, 1-13, we will see that there were two kinds of kindness that played out, even as I read that scripture. Two kinds of kindness played out in the favor of Mephibosheth. The first kindness was the kindness for Jonathan's sake. David said, is there anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show kindness for a reason, for 
Jonathan's sake. And that was in verse 1. And if you look at verse 3 of the same Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 1 to 13, David says something. He said, and the kindness of God. I pray for you this morning, the mighty name of Jesus, that you will receive the kindness for God, for, of God and you will receive the kindness for man in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The kindness of the Lord will be shown upon you because of the good deed that you have done and because of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Mephibosheth, who is he? He was a son of Jonathan, the grandson of Saul, the king. And uh, when David requested that he should be brought, he came in. He came from somewhere. And the Bible recorded that men, when Mephibosheth got to the front of David, uh, King David, he thought he was going to be killed. But instead of planning to kill the previous king's lineage, as was the custom in those days, David wanted to honor him. When Mephibosheth got to the front of David, he was so scared. Because during that time, in the olden days, which some of you are familiar with all this uh, Victorian movie, the, uh, the English movie of the kings, when a king takes over, one of the things he's looking for is to eliminate the past lineage. The past king, he wants to kill them for one reason, because he knows that people from that lineage can always come back to take over the kingdom from him. So when Mephibosheth heard that the king wanted him, he was afraid. He got to the front of King David and he bowed down in fear because he thought King David was going to kill him, not knowing that it was favor that was working on his behalf, that the kindness of the Lord was working on his behalf, that God remembered him. Like the word of God said that, and God remembered Noah. The Lord will remember somebody today in the mighty name of Jesus. But instead of killing him, King David showed him mercy because of his friendship between him and Jonathan and because of his friends, because of respect for the late king, King Saul. The Lord will remember us for good in Jesus' name. As we progress in this message this morning, I want us to look at something. Mephibosheth at that time was living in a place called Lodeba. When I googled Lodeba, he was living in a slum. The Bible recorded that he was, and that was the grandson of the king. He was living in Lodeba, in a slum. He was living in a house of Makai. So it wasn't even his house. He was living almost like a rented place. He was living in a slum, a ghetto, a land of nothing. That was the meaning of Lodeba. That was where Meshibosheth was. He was living in a slum. In a land of nothing. Where are you this morning? Have you taken the stock of your life from January? And now this is the 29th day of the month of November. And it's like you are living in a slum. It's like you are living in a ghetto. It's like everything you are doing, you cannot put anything together. God is remembering you today. The same way that David remembered Mephibosheth, the Lord is remembering you today. Forget about what has happened in the time past. Forget where you have been right from beginning to this point. Just know that as the year is rounding up, the Lord is going to remember you for good in the mighty name of Jesus. 
You are going to be among those that is going to sing a joy of a song of joy. You are going to be among those that is going to celebrate, knowing that God, despite everything that has happened in the year 2020, the Lord has not forgotten you. The Lord has not forgotten your household in the mighty name of Jesus. He was his grandson of a king, and yet he was living in a slum. He was living in Lodeba. He was living in the house of Makai. He does not even have a place called his own. But the Lord will remember you in the mighty name of Jesus. We might be, we might have been forgotten. We might have been forsaken. You might be afraid and hopeless until mercy locates you. And when mercy locates a man, he turns man's situation around. And the Lord will do that for you in Jesus' name. I said the topic this morning is on the king's table. The king's table. When you are invited to the king's house, you know that definitely there are going to be a lot of palatables on the king's table. And we have been invited this morning to the king's table. And on this king's table this morning, there's all kinds of goodies. Just think of your own that you are taking home in the mighty name of Jesus. Looking at the scripture that we read in the book of 2 Samuel 9, 1 to 13, there are benefits for a place on the king's table for Mephibosheth. Number one, we saw there that there was a continuous provision. The king told him, he said, you will eat on my table always. So there was a continuous provision for Mephibosheth even on the king's table. If you want to quickly write this down, Genesis chapter 9 verse 3 says, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat or food for you. Even as the green herb have I given you all things. The Lord is promising you this morning, even like king promised Mephibosheth. He said, every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as the green herbs have I given you all things. That is Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. Also on the king's table, what is Mephibosheth enjoying? The Bible makes us to understand that he has a royal protection as a friend of the ruler. There was a royal protection for Mephibosheth. You are, I mean, you're living in the house of the king. You have the king's protection. And the word of God told us in the book of Psalm chapter 121, 7 and 8. Psalm 121 verse 7 and 8 says, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. That will be your portion and the portion of your household. Even as Mephibosheth enjoy protection as a friend of the king, the Lord will protect you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will sustain you. Even as the year is riding up, you will not become one of the statistics that of people that live in 2020 and they are no more. It will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. What is other thing that we are seeing, even as we read that scripture, that Mephibosheth enjoyed, even in the book of 2 Samuel 9, 1 to 13? A restoration of land. He said, everything that belongs to your grandfather, call, I will restore it back. You might look at your life and say, I've sold so much, have given so much, have helped people so much, both home and abroad. What do I have to show for it? The Lord is telling you this morning, he is going to restore. He said, it's my God of restoration. Even when I read it and I saw the word restored, I said, wow, what a place to minister this word. It's a God of restoration. 
He said, whatever seed you have sown, whatever kindness you have shown, whatever love you have shown to people, and it looks as if you have forgotten. Mephibosheth was forgotten. But the Lord remembered. Even as David remembered Mephibosheth, because of the covenant he had with David, the Lord will remember you. He will remember your household in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't be bothered about the seed you have sown in the time past. Don't be bothered about everything good thing you have done. We serve a God of remembrance. And he will remember you for good. A book of remembrance will be open today. And your name and the name of your family will be seen on that book. And the Lord will remember you for good in Jesus' name. The word of God told us in the book of 1 Peter 5.10. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10 says, But the God of all grace, who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and set to you. Again, I will read it. He said, but the God of all grace, who had called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after ye have suffered, did Mephibosheth suffer? Yes. After you have suffered a while. So the suffering is not going to be forever. After you have suffered a while, it will make you perfect. It will establish you. It will strengthen you and it will set you in the mighty name of Jesus. What other thing do we see that Mephibosheth enjoyed even in the, on the king's table? A privilege to be seen as the son of the king. The David told him, he said, you will be like one of my sons. So that means you are not a bastard. You are not an outcast. You belong to the kingdom. We are the children of the kingdom. So it's in the Romans chapter 8. And all this thing I've given up to let you know that there are scriptures. To back up everything that Mephibosheth enjoyed in the king's house. Romans chapter 8 verse 16. Romans chapter 8 verse 16 says, The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The spirit of God is bears our bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And one of this, my favorite scriptures in the Bible, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, it talks about we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. We are the people that have been called forth to show forth the glory of the Lord. And that is what we are. God has called us forth to show his glory, to show his splendor, to show his beauty. Because that is who our father is in the mighty name of Jesus. Also, we look at the life of Mephibosheth. What does he enjoy in the king's house? The Bible told us that he have a continuous array of his own servants to bring in crops from his land. Not only did King David said, I'm restoring back to you the land that belonged to your grandfather. He now said that Ziba, the servant, he said, I'm commanding you, you and your children and your servants, to go and plow the ground and bring the crops even for, for, for Mephibosheth. So they are bringing it for him. At that point, Mephibosheth can do whatever he likes. We don't see because he does not need to cook again. He does not need to feed himself again. He has a continuous food on the, on the king's table. So I ask myself, what is Mephibosheth going to do with all those things that Ziba and the servant and, the, and, the, and his children have bringing from, uh, uh, from the farm to, put, to give to him? He can do whatever. That's how God is going to bless you. He's going to promote you and bless you that you will, when you are giving us stuff, it will not even make anything to you. You will have so much coming from the throne room of grace that you'll be able to part when you are passing blessing. 
It's not going to decrease you. But rather it will increase you. That is what the Lord is going to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Because I pondered. I pondered about it. I said, the king have already told this guy, come and you are going to eat on my table. When you read that scripture again, I want you to go back home and read that, that scripture and claim every blessing in that scripture for yourself and your household. In the book of 2 Samuel 9, 1 to 13, reading a different translation, NIV, King James, uh, 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 Amplified, uh, what is that, uh, the Kinufa's favorite? Is it to read? Is it to read version, message? Read all of them and start claiming the, business, uh, the, 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 the blessing. And you know what? Let me let you, I, 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 this is funny. When we came for digging deep, not this past Wednesday, this Wednesday, no. Last week Wednesday. And we're talking about kindness, giving, uh, to reach out to people. And people were you know, contributing. It was the Kinufo that led the digging deep two Wednesdays ago. And immediately, Pastor started talking about this particular scripture. And I was sitting where Sister Pauline was sitting. And right there was saying, God, please don't let him talk about it again. Don't let, because at that point, I was already preparing the sermon based on this scripture. So I don't want Pastor to elaborate. Because now I don't want it to look as if I see the pastor's message. So as soon as pastor said, you know, even in the Bible, uh, he talk about it. He never mentioned the name. He said, David uh, show kindness. Uh, David show kindness to the, uh, to the son of Jonathan. I don't pass it. God, please. That year, I said, God, don't let him talk again. Let, let, let pastor just, let him, as Holy Spirit, let pastor just stop it right now. Right now. Because that was what I was already preparing and asking Holy Spirit to prepare me and brood over the message. So tonight, hear my pastor talking about the same thing. I said, will I come on Sunday morning? Two weeks after, they say, you see now, sister, shall I don't go and see pastor's message. But as God will have it, the pastor just said a little bit and he did not talk again. And I was sitting down there and said, God, thank you. Thank you. But God, God in, his, in his, a very humorous way, confirmed the message for me. Because right there, as I was going home, I just said, God, thank you for confirming the message because I was struggling in my spirit. What should I bring today? I said, you just use your son to confirm the message for me today without him elaborating. He never even mentioned the name. People shared. I just thank God for it. Thank God. Pastor, thank, thank God. I prayed. I, you listen to the Spirit of God. <laughs> and God, God don't make you to stop. Praise the Lord. Because if Pastor have continued talking, there's no way he would have ended up preaching my message. But I thank God I only spoke for about two minutes and he let us continue all the talking. Thank you, Pastor, for now talking too much. Praise the Lord. So we can see on the, on the table, there's an array of blessings. For Mephibosheth, and we're claiming because the Bible says that everything has been given to us as our own example. So that means, as God blessed Mephibosheth through King David, God is remembering us. He's remembering a household, and I want to pray that it is your household. I want to pray that it is my household that the Lord is remembering this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. On and now bringing it to us today. We're talking about the king's table and what we can benefit, even as the children of God, to enjoy when we dine with the king, when we dine with the king of kings and the lord of lords. The book of Song of Solomon. I know most of the time we don't want to read the Song of Solomon, 
But write this. It's a very beautiful scripture. Song of Solomon chapter 2 verse 4 says, He brought me to the banqueting table or to the banqueting house and his banner over me is love. When God brings you to his table, the banner over you is love. And because we serve a God of love, he will go out of his way to give whatever we want according to his way. All we need to pray for is God, let your will be done in my life. Let it be done in my home. Let your will be done in my marriage. Let it be done in the life of my children. Let your will be done in our church. Let your will be done in my studies, on my job. Everything I do, I want to be in the perfect will of God. I don't want to be in the permissive will of God, but I want the perfect will of God. Because in perfect will of God, that is when even when tribulations come, when trials come, like the word of God says, like the, our Dickness Meg was praying this morning. He said they will surely gather. He said, but everyone that gather against you, something will happen. They will fall for your sake. Why? Because you are in the perfect will of God. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So he brought us to his banqueting house. Banner over you. The banner over your family. Don't worry whatever you are seeing. The word of God said that we are not moved by what we see. We are not moved by what we feel. We are only moved by the word of God. And God is on our side. Because he said, if God be for us, who can be against us? Don't be moved with those requests from January. I have my own. That it looks as if God, is it that you have forgotten me? Is it that you have gone, you have, you have slept over me concerning my case? At times I cried. At times I hold on to the mercy seat of the Lord. It's like, God, have you forgotten me? But God is telling you this morning, I have not forgotten you. I'm, I'm delaying your testimony so that it can be full. So that when you come out to speak, God will say, of a truth, I want the God that is serving. I want the God that is serving. So don't, don't look back. Be on, look forward because you know that God is working on your case. And he will never forget, forget you. He will never leave you nor forsake you because he's a good God in the mighty name of Jesus. On the king's table this morning for you, there's forgiveness of sin. For the word of God said that all are sinned and come short of the glory of the Lord. So there's forgiveness of sin on the king's table. If that is what we're looking for this morning. On the king's table, there's kindness from man. We saw that Mephibosheth did not only enjoy the kindness that come from David. David said, I will show him kindness for Jonathan's sake and of God. I'm going to show him the favor of God. And I'm going to show him the kindness because of the relationship. On the king's table this morning, there's provision. Whatever it is that you are trusting the Lord for, it's a God of provision. He said, those that trust in the Lord will not lack. He said, he's a God that owns everything. He said, the thousand sheep upon the hills, it belongs to my God. Yeah. On the Lord's table this morning, even as the year is rounding up, it's protection. The word of God told us in the book of Psalm 91. He said, he that dwell under the secret place of the Lord, we shall abide under the shadow of the Lord. We will say of the Lord, he is our refuge and he is our fortress. He says, stop trusting horses. Some trust in shadow. Some trust in their words. But for us, our trust is in the name of the Lord. So on the table of the king this morning, there is protection. On that king's table this morning for you and I, there is restoration. You see, David did not 
told Mephibosheth, you are going to dine in, on my table. He said, I'm going to restore back everything that belongs to your grandfather. I'm going to return back to you. So on his table this morning for you and I, there is restoration. God is restoring everything back for you and your household. Whatever you, you, you need, be receiving them in your spirit. And the Lord will restore back in the name of Jesus. On the king's table for you and I this morning, there is breakthrough. It might look as if, where is the way out? It's like, God, show me the way. God is going to give you a breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. On that king's table this morning for you and I, there is adoption unto the family of God. David told, told Mephibosheth, you are going to dine on my table as one of my sons. So that means you belong to the, son, to the king of glory. You are a joint heirs with Christ. Jesus Christ is our elder brother. He's our God. We are joint heirs. So when God sees you, he sees Christ through you. So you belong to the kingdom of God. So there's adoption unto the family of God. That is on that table for you this morning. On that table this morning for you, there's a continuous help. God said he will send help from above. Whatever it is, as our faces are different here this morning, so are the needs in our lives. The Lord will send you help. He will send your family help in the mighty name of Jesus. What of joy, what of peace. He said the joy of the Lord is your strength. And he said it will, be, it will become your Jehovah Shalom. Your peace. It will give you peace. Even in the face of turbulence, even in the face of chaos, the Lord will give you peace. Even during this time we're talking about COVID-19, the Lord will give you peace. You will not be afraid as you go out to work, as you come back in, as you move around people. The Lord will give you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. As we're closing on this summer this morning, I want to remind us of the word of God in the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 10. Isaiah chapter 54 4 verse 10 says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. For my kindness shall not depart from thee, Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, said the Lord that had mercy on thee. I want you to take home three things in that scripture. Isaiah 54 verse 10. The kindness from the Lord, the covenant of his peace, and his mercy. We saw those three things work from Mephibosheth. David remembered the covenant. So never, people, God has brought some people across our way. In the time past, that they have been, they have been good to us. They have helped us. If, if you can think of one or two that have been there for you, I want to encourage you when you get home today, you can pick up your phone and just call. Just thank them. Children, it's not too much to thank your parents for being there for you. And parents, it's not too much to thank your children that, that have been there for you. Because as our faces are different, so are the needs in our lives. Some of their children have been there helping them. Some is the parent helping the children. So we remember David. Remember David. He thought about his covenant, his friendship with Jonathan. Jonathan is dead, he's gone. But he looked back and he said, Wow, I remember my friend Jonathan. He saved, we don't have time to go into that. He saved my life when his father wanted to kill me. Jonathan came true for me. He removed his rope. And he gave it to me. He removed his, he was a prince. He dethroned himself and gave it to me. So that I can be, later become, when I became the king, Jonathan had already prepared me 
with the rope with the ring. Above all, I would have been dead by Jonathan's father, the King Saul. But this man stood by me. We became close friends. There was a covenant relationship between me and Jonathan. And now he's dead with his father. But I must show kindness to his son. Who is it that the Lord is telling you this morning that you must show kindness to? They have been there for you. And it's like you have forgotten them. The Lord is bringing it to your heart this morning. Show kindness to people. And as you are doing that, people will show kindness unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. We must always think that you are not forgotten. But God is remembering your kindness and is extending mercy to you and your household because of his covenant that cannot be broken. I want you to bow down our head and just speak to God this morning. What is it that you want God to do? What is it that you want on the king's table? Even as we have preached, as we have ministered to, to ourselves this morning, on that king's table, there's so much on it. I don't know what you are asking for, what you need. I know what I need from the Lord. So on one and one, speak to the God is here by spirit. Speak to his ears. Year is rounding up. Today is 29. Before we know it, we'll be singing Happy New Year. So speak to the Lord this morning. What do you want from the Lord? Is it forgiveness of sins? Is it promotion that you are asking the Lord for? Is it blessing for you and your household? What is it that you are asking the Lord for this morning? I want you to speak to him and the Lord will hear you as you are speaking. Continue to speak to the Lord this morning. His God is here and he will minister unto us. Continue to speak, talk to him. Thank you for listening to Restoration Podcast. Join us next week as we continue in the word of God.